How's it going you guys and welcome to your morning cop. Now we need to talk about the horrors of the fishing industry and this by no means is something that we need to take lightly considering that this could be the end of the world as we know it. Now whenever we talk about the end of the world we are always talking about asteroids, meteors, we are talking about the earth collapsing in on itself, we are talking about the atmosphere turning so bad for us that we can't really comprehend what might come next but when we look at the bigger picture of things there's something as minuscule as the fishing industry which is going to be well the end of us if we don't do anything about it you see everyone knows that mammals in the ocean have consciousness they can understand things they can contemplate things they have a life they've got families they've got a very complex ecosystem that we aren't able to understand as a matter of fact there have been numerous studies over the years to try and figure out how we can establish an actual form of communication between these animals and ourselves but to no avail unfortunately you see the fishing industry is by far the epitome of everything wrong with the world when it comes to contamination of the oceans more than 50% of the waste in the ocean right now even in the great pacific garbage patch more than plastics it's fishing equipment it's fishing nets and other fishing equipment that's just been tossed at sea after its so-called requirements were met what we also understand is the fact that the worst of the worst comes to mind when we realize that the world as we know it is drastically changing and if the industrial fishing does not stop specialists have speculated the fact that by the year 2048 there will be no more fish in the ocean to fish by industrial methods you see, the significance of this statement alone puts us in a very strange predicament when we understand the fact that if fishes are no longer available in the ocean, if ocean life itself is depleted to the point wherein most of it is extinct and the ones that do exist are in minute fractions, tiny little gobules of civilizations, if you will, under the water, it's going to have a huge impact on us as a species and a very big impact on the earth and everything that it stands for itself. The major issue comes into play when we talk about fishing industries is bycatch. And what I mean by bycatch is that whenever a large industrial fishing vessel is out at sea and it's targeting a particular species that it wants to essentially catch in its nets, they have no means of making sure that the nets that they've cast is catching only one particular species. They will just cast these ginormous nets and they will drag them along and once they retrieve these nets back from the water, they figure out that there are tons of fish in there. They will only keep the fish that they are targeting and the rest of the fish that are already dead will be tossed overboard as dead fish, also termed as bycatch. You see, the sheer significance of this practice is so ginormous in the world of overfishing that we are looking at a time and a place wherein entire species are on the verge of going extinct. Sharks are amongst the most common bycatch that has ever been caught. And the only thing that people do whenever they come across a shark that they've caught in their oceans is either cut off the fins for some illegal shark fin soup that is apparently some kind of statement in China to just letting these sharks go and they're already dead before they even hit the water again. The seriousness of this issue comes to light when you look at a documentary, The Likes of Seaspiracy on Netflix. And I came across this documentary surely by chance, and it completely revolutionized my understanding of things. 
Now Ali Tabrizi an amazing filmmaker and a guy who's younger than me put together a film that has gone so extensively in its research propositions and so extensive in its putting together of the message that it's hard to argue against it as a matter of fact major players in the so called ethical fishing industry were brought into the limelight for being complete hypocrites when it came to it we understand that most of these fishing industries most of these fisheries industries are currently under very minuscule regulations and that is exactly what the main issue is being an industry that is hardly regulated we understand the fact that whenever any industry is hardly regulated crime comes into play unethical practices come into play that are just aimed at maximizing revenue at the cost of the environment essentially not just the environment but of human lives as well you see if you look at the angle of the sea piracy we come across targeted fishing aspects fishes that are sold upwards of a million dollars a piece when it comes to bluefish tuna when it comes to slave labor being used for fishing industries in thailand when it comes to whaling and dolphin hunting in japan as well as in numerous other parts of the world it's just disappointing to understand that one person's choice of wanting to consume fish is making such a ginormous impact on the world itself that you need to start self reflecting on your own accord and understand that well we need to understand the bigger picture of things of course there's the same picture is painted across the spectrum when it comes to eating anything that's non veg we understand that when you look at factory farming of well chickens when you look at factory farming of cows for beef or goats and lamb it's all in the same ballpark but the fishing industry just takes it up a whole new notch to the likes of which you can't even comprehend the fishing industry is so dreadful more people have lost their lives in the fishing industry than lost their lives in iraq fighting and that is an actual statistic that is stated in the sea piracy and i'm going to link the sea piracy video down below you have to go to netflix and you have to watch this documentary there's a lot in it that i can't cover on youtube considering youtube's policies but you have to watch it to make sure that you are up to speed about what the world is actually enduring right now you see there are a few hotspots around the world that we're looking at that are currently holding on for dear life when it comes to having a sustainable environment for these creatures to well in a nutshell live out their own natural lives live in a habitat that was once around the globe but now only a few hotspots are well under monitor by initiatives like the sea shepherds that are actually going out of their way that are actually turning hostile which is the only reason why it has actually worked for these regions to sustain themselves otherwise it was all going to turn into an industrial fisheries playground you see one of the biggest thing that industrial fisheries do is something known as trawling and trawling is essentially ginormous nets with heavy weights on the base of those nets that are scraped across the ocean floor that leave ocean floors scarred and wastelands after they're done with them nets so big that they can engulf entire buildings 
or jumbo jets stacked on top of each other that's how big these nets are trawling is not only worse than the amazonian forests deforestations but is so much worse in terms of its scale that you could literally triple or quadruple or 10 times the amount of land that is trawled in comparison to the amazon's rainforest that is chopped down you know we are under this false impression that amazonian rainforests or rainforests as such are the only things that are sustaining carbon dioxide levels 90% of all of the carbon dioxide regulations on the earth is by sea flora what we also understand is the fact that the oceans are the biggest carbon basins in the world and if ocean life dies out the carbon basin quotient goes away as well because it's the ocean life that is essentially the epitome of the carbon basin itself and what we understand is the fact that it all starts to revolve around the money you see just like everything else in the world it's all about the fact that there are these major fisheries companies that have launched numerous non-profit ventures to put out a front that they care about the ocean and everything in it non-profit fronts that might put out statements regarding what is ethical fishing what is farm fished with a blue tick on a can of fish products that might just dictate the fact that they are very good they're very well sourced no fishes were harmed that didn't need to be harmed in the cultivation of this product and when you follow the paper trail back you understand the fact that all of that couldn't be worth anything the tick on a piece of product that you believed was sustaining the fishing industry that was ethically farmed means nothing you see when these vessels are out at sea there is no one on these vessels to monitor them there's no one on these vessels from any one of these companies that so called provide you with ethically farmed fish these products on the vessel itself to figure out if what they're doing is ethical enough or not there has always been a factor of paying these companies copious amounts of money so that they can put their little tick on any product that the fisheries industry would want them to put it at essentially it's all a game of deception just like with everything else that is a farm of money this is the world's biggest scam if you will scamming the people and scamming your perceptions of what it actually means to have sustainable fishing is the epitome of the fishing industry today rest assured if we do not do something about it if we are not brought to light about this issue if people don't understand the bigger picture of things and if we don't take certain harsh steps 2048 people 2048 by the speculation of some of the biggest scientists in the game the biggest specialists in the game 2048 is the year when the ocean gets so depleted in its life that the carbon basin is no longer a carbon basin and if the ocean dies guess who dies next